Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colo. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I think you are going to love this episode with Janelle Suzanne, who lives in Austin, Texas. As a marketer for various groups worldwide, she is using her strengths wholeheartedly to come alongside people to help get their message out. As she says, I love that I'm part of making a difference in the world. I feel like I'm the support team for for spreading the love of Jesus through ministries, nonprofits, and schools. Janelle's positivity and woo help facilitate an atmosphere at work where coworkers feel loved and inspired to contribute their gifts and abilities too. Her deep convictions drive how what she does and her posture towards those she works with and serves. I loved hearing how she enjoys what she's doing and impacting others greatly. If you're curious as to understanding how you can tap into your strengths in a more significant way, I would love to come alongside you and make a plan to know and develop who you are to make your meaningful impact. You can reach me at Barbara G. Colwell, C-U-L-W-E-L-L at gmail.com. If you're encouraged by this episode, please share it with a friend and leave a review on Apple Podcast. Hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Janelle. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thanks, Barbara. It's really good to be here. Well, I would love for you to introduce yourself, who you are, where you live, and what you do. Sure. I'm Janelle Suzanne, and I live in the beautiful city of Austin, Texas. And I have two kids, an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old girl boy, who have a lot of energy that equals the energy of my two dogs who have crazy levels of energy too. So here in Austin, um, I help run two marketing agencies that are really all over the U.S. And so Ladder Agency and Mosaic Path. Mm, That's awesome. Well, yeah, I love just how our mutual friend, Courtney Run, connected us that works with you. And I'm excited to just hear more about what you do in your work, but also just kind of how who you are kind of overflows into all the things that you do at home, at your work, and all of that. But let's start with telling me what your top five Clifton strengths are and how how you first learn about them and kind of what that looks like in your life. Sure. So my top five are achiever, woo, developer, responsibility, and belief. Yeah. So so when did you first take it and kind of did those resonate with you or did you think, oh, I'm not so sure about that or, yeah. In my company, we decided to take the um, Clifton Strengths Finder test out right in April, 2020, as the world was shutting down. Mm. So we typically try to do different self-development activities together. And this is one of those. And we read the book along with it and dug into it. Now, April, 2020, of course, is when the world was shutting down. My two kids were little kids at the time. So I was suddenly homeschooling with them all the time and trying to run a company. And it was a busy time of life. 
Yeah. So, so when you got these top five, like, did you think, yeah, I see those in my life or were you encouraged or what do you think about them? Yeah. So it's interesting when as an achiever, as that being my number one, I was honestly very hard on myself at first. I struggle with anxiety and I'm a recovering perfectionist. And I saw all the things that I'm not good at that I wanted to be good at. In fact, I thought if I wasn't good at those bottom 10, then how could I be good in life and work and as a mother? And I felt self-conscious about the woo factor, even though that's one that I know a lot of people love. I was just genuinely concerned about looking shallow or disingenuous about my desire to connect and get to know people. So, but then, you know, living from a place of rest in Jesus and love and just, I began to really lean into them more. And I saw how they, how that the way God made me is truly beautiful. And when I'm living from that place of rest and in Christ's love and joy, um, how my top five and really top 10 can be used in just beautiful ways in work and motherhood and friendship, even still if I'm bad at those, you know, bottom 10 skills. Mm, Yeah. Well, I love that because I think I appreciate just your honesty because I think a lot of people do have questions or we all sometimes wish we had a different strength and it's hard to really embrace the ones that we have. And yeah, I love just even you tying that to because what you know is true about what God says about you. You tell me a little more about your belief talent. Sure. Belief. Oh goodness. I, I feel like honestly that drives everything I do. Um, one of my core values is love. And I want to love in the way Christ loves. And so even if I don't mention the name of Jesus to someone, I want them to know and feel that I have interacted with them in a way that's different, that makes them ask what's different, right? Mm. So that they find out more about Christ's love. Um, But if I'm honest about that as well, I think there was a time in my life where belief was actually a very negative thing. It had me leading from a place of judgment and um, rather from a place of love. And I'm really thankful that by the grace of God, uh, that I'm not in that place anymore. And from work to how I interact with my neighbors to with my kids, it drives the the people and places that I, that I go and work with um, it drives really what I do in work and the clients that I bring into our, our team to work with. Mm. Yeah. Tell me more about your work. I know you've gave me a little snippet of it before we started recording, but just, it sounds so fascinating, just your heart for, for these people and mm-hmm. companies that you kind of serve. And yeah, I'd love to hear more about that. Sure. So a little background. I started uh, my career, oh goodness, like 20 years ago now. Uh, Makes me feel a little old, but I started it in public relations and then kind of that transitioned into some marketing and advertising. And I I originally felt pretty ick in a lot of it, reinforcing belief systems that I didn't necessarily agree with. And that's when I transitioned to working really strictly with purposeful brands nonprofits that serve vulnerable people groups. So think of vulnerable children and families, orphans, or unhoused people. 
And then also uh, recently spun up an agency that serves strictly private Christian schools. And a lot of this comes from wanting to spread the love of Jesus um, by being this small part of helping with their marketing. And I really get to see and be a part of all these amazing things happening across the United States and really around the world, working you know, closely with the team in Kenya, running a nonprofit there, so serving vulnerable children and families. Mm, wow. That's so exciting. I, I love that. I can just see and hear just your passion and your heart for these people and just really serving them in a way that, that they need. I know being in ministry my whole life, it's not like I've been marketing necessarily, but even in this venture now with having a podcast or coaching and doing workshops, it's like, oh, I can see just the value of someone coming alongside as, aside anyone and really helping get clarity about what you're doing, but even for just a bigger kingdom purpose. I love that. Yeah. I like to say that my mission is helping these Christian organizations accomplish their mission. Mm, that's awesome. Well, um, is there any particular story of any, I'm sure you love all the different clients that you have, but is there any that comes to your mind that you think, oh, wow, that was just so meaningful and God really used me and our company to really help further what they are trying to accomplish. Oh, there are so many. It's hard to choose. I just, I'll go with the one that I just mentioned because I feel like they have been strong on my heart lately. Oasis for Orphans. They serve vulnerable children and families in Kenya really by number one, trying to keep those, the original families together. But they do a lot of this through education and holistic care of the child trying to break the cycles of generational poverty. And they are based here in the U.S. Their team on the U.S. side is only four, but over in Kenya, they serve 400 children and their families. So mm -hmm. it's a really large organization, and they have, like many nonprofits, a small U.S.-based team. And I have gotten the privilege of getting to share their mission with the world and helping them reach and engage more of the right people, the people who are going to connect with that mission, who want to be part of that, um, that I get to, I get to be a small part of that. And these children mm -hmm. who are going to school and it's breaking the generational cycles of poverty and they are being cared for mind, body, soul. So not only is their mind being cared for, um, and they're, especially for girls in Kenya, um, they often become child brides. The percentage of girls that actually finish even eighth grade is, mm. I'm, I'm probably going to misquote it, but it's something like 7%. It's so low. And they are changing mm. that for them. And while doing that, sharing the love of Christ with them, which is so impactful too. So they are meeting very basic needs while also meeting the spiritual needs. And the impact, I, I can't wait till one day I'm in heaven and I get to see the yeah. generational impact that is being had in Kenya through the work of Oasis for Orphans. And I get to be this small part of it. Uh, mm. And I know that your your listeners can't see my face, but as you know, like I just feel like even as I'm talking, um, the smile and the joy that is just that comes out when I talk about it because it is really exciting, the work that they're doing. Yeah. Oh, that is so exciting. 
I love even thinking as I talked to Courtney again, who works with you of, she was saying, oh, she, Janelle creates such a um, positive work environment when we're at work. And what would you say, like, what does that look like? And I'm sure it's obviously your strengths driving that. I mean, just who you are and like your desire to have a, a culture where people love to come to work. Yeah. Uh, that's so sweet that you say that. I feel like I've worked in some bad work environments. So first and foremost, I just don't want to create one of those myself. Um, we have, oh goodness, there are so many ways that I go about this. One of the things that I do is I call them dopamine hangouts. I think we all need a little extra dopamine in our life. Mm-hmm. And so I have these dopamine hangouts where I think this is where my woo and developer really come out of just creating an environment of connections and positivity and encouragement. I also, like I said, believe that the core value of loving like Christ and first and foremost, um, one of our core values at our company is put people first. And we talk about this a lot. And so that people come before work and that even our clients Um, While we do really excellent, good work for them, we want to make sure we care for them well. And so I believe that comes out in the way that I I lead, that I want to lead with positivity. And as a developer, for me, that means leading through positive reinforcement. What are they doing well? How can I encourage them where they're struggling to do better? Where is it that if someone is really struggling in their role, that I help identify where their strengths are and help direct them to sort of that new role. Um, so the the leading with positivity just comes out in a lot of different areas for me. Mm, that's great. Well, I know even just as I glanced at y'all's Instagram and just that some of the posts about different people that work with you, it, it was inspiring just to even read the descriptions of those people and what they're doing and what they're good at. And I mean, who doesn't want to be acknowledged for just their basic like skills and abilities that they have that they're bringing to the table? So I can see that that I know that's just one piece of how you help make that happen. Well, kind of even, I know we've kind of keep hitting on it a little bit, but even as you see all five of your strengths working together, what would you say have been some of your proudest moments as you really get to thrive in just being who you are? And it it might be at work, it might be at home. I mean, I think of like, as I talk with people, like, what does it look like to be at your best with all of these strengths and like what kind of kingdom impact does that have? Like who you are and how God wired you. And as I look back on some different things, it's like, Oh, wow. I mean, it brings us joy when we think of, well, that was easy and that was fun. And I was made for that kind of moment. Yeah. So if, okay, great. So if I start with work there as an achiever, there are a lot of big things I've accomplished and I'm a, serial entrepreneur. And so, for example, just launching the agency Mosaic Path to serve private Christian schools and, you know, really driving to get some clients right off the bat. My woo comes in. But really what I see is like, I was made for this. When you talk about that the culture at my company is one of positivity and that someone like Courtney would say that, I really look at that and 
ultimately for me, it's the team culture and the impact we are having on people around the world. From training up the minds of kids to love Jesus, to empowering the vulnerable people in our world, to spreading the good news of Jesus's love, that to me is where I go, wow, I get to use my strengths to do this. Um, Mm. In my neighborhood, you know, I've led Bible studies and and so sure I get to bring in a lot of uh, my top five strengths and how I bring people together and get people to open up. But I honestly think beyond that, um, I've lived in this neighborhood since 2009, I think. So 14 years. And God just gave me a vision when my first uh, born was born of, I want to create a family here. And so I just used to sit in my front yard and I would stop whoever walked by me and talk to them. And having that natural ability to ask questions and engage with people and connect with them, find something to connect with. And I now talk about how between our homes, we have just these revolving doors in our cul-de-sac around our neighborhood. And getting to see this, there have been opportunities when I've had times to move. And I just have felt called that No, there is a ministry I have right here. And part of it comes in just that relationship building and connecting people and helping people to feel seen and heard. And as a mom, I was thinking about this earlier. As a mom, I see currently developer coming out the most. I want my kids' unique attributes to shine. And I want to teach them to express their opinions in respectful ways. And as someone who's driven by belief, I want my kids to have their own beliefs that drive them and not my own, right? I do want them to love Christ and I want all that for them, but I I want them to find their own center of what is going to drive them. So for me, it's Christ's love, but for them, it may be uh, something different about, you know, even talking within the Bible, there can be different things that maybe are driving them or that are important to them. Or, And my daughter, I see a, a deep desire to care for unhoused people groups in our city. And so how is it that I encourage that and develop that in her and help her use her unique skills um, to get some of that done and to care for them in the little ways that she can? Mm, that's awesome. I love I love just the clarity that you have and thinking of just those different areas. And like you say, just who you are and your presence, your, your inner compass of what matters, what you believe, but also like you say, even just your woo developer um, that you can reach out and connect with people so easily. I love that. I am wondering, is there any particular advice you would give to anybody that has any of your particular strengths or who lives with someone that has them or works with someone that has the strengths that you have? So if you've done uh, one of these tests and you look at the blind spots, I, I like to regularly come back and look at those to kind of check myself on, yeah. am I caring for myself? And I mentioned that somewhat first because- there was a time where I I think I believed that picking up my cross and following Jesus or dying to myself meant sacrificing self-care for others. And learning to take care of myself has helped me thrive and to love people better. And so, but then also in terms of belief, goodness, the last thing I want to be is to judge others. I've 
it used to be, I used to think it was my role to understand people and help people to believe exactly as I believe and have the same convictions as me, where now I just want to lead through love. And what does that look like? What does it look like to not have to understand someone or their decisions and to just love them really well? And so for me, I like coming back to my blind spots. And so I would say that for anyone, that applies to anyone with any of these, any skills of what are those blind spots and how do we, how do we continually address them so that we aren't living in a place of, for me, like judgment? Yeah, that's great. I, I love that because I think we, we can have judgment about any of the strengths that we have because we know them, we have convictions about whatever we are good at or, and I love just how you're being open-handed about that to really, to, to listen to others and to move toward others in love, even if their ideas or way of being is different than yours. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Well, this has been so fun just to tap in a little bit to you and your strengths and just what you're passionate about. I am just so encouraged just to hear about what you're doing. And I would love to know, is there any, is is there anything else that's on your mind that you would love to share just about what you've learned about your strengths and what that means as you work and as a mom, all those different things? Oh, that's a great question. One thing that keeps coming to mind for me, one of my top 10 is communicator. And since we have talked some about work and, and what I do in marketing, it's on my heart. You know, the the core of who I am as a marketer, I believe, is a storyteller. And as a storyteller, I believe that we are architects of the future, that we are drawing the blueprints for the stories that will be told in the future, um, for laws that will be written, for policies that will be drawn up, for organizations that are created to help people. And so as I was saying about when I first started in my career and the the belief systems that I was promoting, whether it was in the beauty industry or elsewhere, of what people needed or thinking, I didn't like those stories that I was telling. And so belief really drew me in my work to tell stories that are writing a better future, mm. that are looking at God's people. So a lot I tell a lot of really hard stories about vulnerable people groups and how do I tell those stories about these individuals who are created in God's image, who are image bearers of God in a way that elevates them to that status that they are um, and also helps, that doesn't reinforce negative belief systems, that helps change and rewrite the narrative for them um, and spreads love for even those people. So I think as I, I wrap this, my one of my greatest thoughts is it doesn't matter what industry you work in. I I really believe that your that your work is a ministry, and that you are um, like if you're in marketing, that you are a storyteller helping write the future. And how is it that God's love is playing into those stories that you're telling? Mm. Wow, that's awesome. I love that. It's very, very inspiring. Well, I have one last question. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? 
Well, I think it would have to be my kids playing with my dogs because mm. one of my dogs is old and grumpy and still has a lot of energy. And my other one is a Boykin Spaniel puppy and he acts like he needs a job and is all over the place. And <laughs> seeing the four of them on the floor, just like rolling around, licking oh. faces, laughing, that is my favorite part of just about every day. And I honestly can't think of what our home would be like without those dogs. Um, yeah. And just the fun, the four, well, the five of us, myself, the dogs, and my kids included, mm-hmm. have together. And that brings a lot of joy for me. Mm, that's great. How would somebody um, learn more about what you do with Louder and the other ministries that you're doing? Sure. They can go to louderagency.com. And if you're confused what I'm saying, I'm saying louder, the opposite of quieter. So louderagency.com. That's the brand, that agency that works with a lot of nonprofits and churches and purposeful brands. And for private Christian schools, they can go to mosaicpath.co, mosaicpath.co. So thanks so much for asking. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes so people can click on that and see a little bit more about what you're doing and be inspired. And so, well, thank you so much for taking time to chat with me today. And I've loved hearing about you and all the things that you're doing and and just your heart for being used by God for greater kingdom impact. Thank you so much. Thanks, Barbara. We'll have to do it again. Yes. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at Barbara Colwell, C-U-L-W-E-L-L.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.